Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Jenny Guan, Timeless Diamonds, Katie Harms, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader, and we'll be right back. Kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. <laughs> yeah, Catherine's on part-time now, apparently. Well, very funny. I have things to do. Uh-huh. People to see, places to go. Yeah, I just, just hang out with you all the time. Just abandon us. Don't worry about our feelings. Oh, you poor dear. What? I'm so sorry for you. I know you do. I want to welcome back our advertisers to the Tom Bernard Podcast, Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Owner Steve Kozak and his great fleet of staff and drivers. Great to have you on board our show again. Appreciate it, Steve. Always have, always will. You know what I'm saying. And apparently he's a big fan of you. That's what I heard. Don't don't tell people that, Steve. You'll get in big trouble if you tell people things like that. Yeah, you should keep that to yourself. So how's everybody doing? Very awesome. well. Awesome. Well. Wonderful. You're not talking. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome, too. Yeah. yeah. I guess I am. Another country heard from. <clears throat> yeah. Another country heard from. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, we're going through all the news and all the rest of it, and it's just, honest to God, it's it's all political. On, I know. on certain news sites. Yeah. I don't know why that has to be the case. I don't get it. I don't know. The day I hang up my spurs, I'm not going to watch the Spurs? I'm not watching any more news. We were talking about cowboys yesterday and how you're not allowed to say cowboy anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and interestingly no. enough, 
I read all about the cowboys on Wikipedia because I was having <laughs> a hard time were, sleeping like, last half night. Half Mexican. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, yeah, the cowboy were, lifestyle yeah. started in Mexico. That's where caballero comes from. It's ve- vaquero. Vaquero. I, I don't know how to say it. Well, vaquero. I thought, yeah. Vaquero literally means Cow like someone person. who, yeah. Or ra- yeah. Because yeah. I mean. But caballero is like cowboy is a corruption of caballero. Caballero. Oh, yeah. okay. Huh. But that's what it came from, and I think. and the fact that people from lower economic statuses back in those days. You used to go out west trying to find a job as yeah. a cowboy. Right, right. And about something like, I don't think, I think it was 14, 15% of them were African American. Uh-huh. Yes, they were. Absolutely. And many, were. many were Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But the I think the current political problem is, is that cowboys and Indians did have some hard times together. Yeah, but that was mostly the military. It wasn't cowboys. That's exactly right. It's because ridiculous. Everybody, yeah, it was the cavalry that yeah. I think got cavalry. mixed up. Cal- cavalry is the, the... Oh, the church. Sorry. Jesus didn't make up so well on cavalry. Sorry, a prayer. Okay, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Apparently I needed to pray. So that popped into my mind. But yes, that, so it was interesting how that has turned into such a big Most outrages fireball. come from a place of... They do. Ignorance. What we're talking about for new listeners is uh, Wyoming. University of Wyoming is the Cowboys. University of Wyoming Cowboys. Oh, your hand's hitting your mic. That's what that scratching sound is. (laughs) Sorry. Not a problem. I'm just trying too hard to figure out what's the cowboy. What should we say? Well, here's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. University of Wyoming, is their their mascot is the Cowboy. It's the University of Wyoming Cowboys. I mean, it's Wyoming, right? So they put out their slogan for the year was, the world needs more cowboys. And people are saying that's racist and it's uh, it's gender specific, therefore it's uh, anti-women. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because cowboys, it was the military and Native Americans that had the big clashes. Were cowboys ever involved? I suppose if they needed the money, they were hired to do some of it. I guess, I don't know, but uh, once uh, again... But not really. Well, what I read no. was is that... Um, Cowboys would pay uh, Native Americans to cross their land sometimes, like ten cents. Yeah, ten cents. <laughs> Back then, I guess yeah. ten cents was big money. A lot of money. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and uh, sometimes there would be some stealing of cattle and some not respecting where they were supposed everywhere. to go. I, but yeah, but it didn't happen all the time. It happened on occasion. It wasn't the rule. It was the eighty twenty rule. Yeah, eighty twenty. Exactly. Yeah. Like everything else. Is. Like everything else. Yeah, like mm-hmm. everything else. Eighty percent of the time is going to work out. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. exactly right. So we were just talking about caballero, as uh, where cowboy came from. Most cowboys were Hispanic at, at the beginning, and then some white people looking for work went out west and got involved. But there were what ten to fifteen percent you said black. Yes. Uh, and then a lot of Hispanics. Uh, then some honkies got involved. I can say honky because I am one, right? So, uh, and I'm not John Schnatter. That's the other reason I can say honky. He's got major problems. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's a big to-do about nothing, and nobody bothers to look it up. All you got to do is sit down on your computer and go, oh, that's where it came from, Caballero. 
That is the thing that I want to point out. <laughs> what is just, I'm just kind of laughing because Catherine, you said, well, you know, so then I went to Wikipedia and I did some research. And I, that's what's missing in the whole wide world. <laughs> yeah, research. People, yeah. oh, people will take something and then it's they'll true. run with it as opposed to, okay, you can learn something. But, gee, I need to learn more then so that I can figure out wh where I come down on this. Exactly. You don't know how many times I'll take a link that has, like, actual truth and, and knowledge and post it when people are complaining and fighting about something stupid on Twitter or Facebook. And it's yeah. like, they're like, oh, I didn't know that. And 90% of them they don't even take the time to read it. No. They'd they rather don't. just fight. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That is the deal. Yeah. The it's... update on John Schneider, Papa John's, now Papa Liss. That's the headline. <laughs> Papa John's is now Papa Liss. Uh, Papa Liss. You know who I feel sorry for in this whole thing, though? Mm. Are, that those are franchises yeah so all the right. people that are going to that worked hard to yep. make the money to buy the franchise and run the franchise they're all going to suffer all of these boycotts and stuff because of mm -hmm. this guy's big mouth the franchisees will all suffer the employees will all suffer the and, stockholders will all suffer well the stockholders will oust him and get his shares you know, I mean, like even if you just have dollar. you know a few 10 20 shares of stock then you're still going to lose money on it that's true so and he's not going to suffer because no he's got, he's majority got stake and yeah. he's all right. his pockets are lined already i wonder if you can do a you can write in a buyback in your contract yeah so in other words if you are a franchisee um. and the management or the ownership or whatever does something like this or has something nefarious whatever word you want to use she went with nefarious did you I hear like that, that. Yeah. Huh? nefarious i like it nefarious. i don't even think i said it right but we'll, we'll no, whatever <laughs> whatever i said cal what did i say calvary that's what i said cal a lot of people <laughs> say calvary though <laughs> cavalry Good but could you do i wonder if, if you're going to buy a franchise that would be something you'd look into right well with social media today that would have to yeah. I, I think you absolutely would need that in your contracts you're right i wonder if there is a papa john's on calvary Maybe we could get that franchise. That'd be good. Get one up there. Get a pizza joint. It'd be fantastic. Uh, Are really... you? You're not a franchise. Mm -mm, no. No. Jenny. The name of your store is Timeless. Yes, Timeless Diamonds at Maplewood Mall. That's a good job. Mm -hmm. I like that name. Actually, I like. So, don't mind at all. Work with the sparkly. No, it's so pretty. Stuff. Work with the sparkly. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. Yeah. Uh, is it true that diamonds are a girl's best friend like Marilyn Monroe said? Oh, definitely. And guys, too. <laughs> Second best friend. guys, too. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was back when women called themselves girls. Do women ever call themselves girls anymore? Amongst um, ourselves. Yeah, amongst yourself. But yeah. not yeah. professionally. We never want to hear that. Well, ever. professionally, no. no. I agree. Not chicks. Not no. babes. Not no. no. Mm -mm. Yeah. I suppose. Honey, not sweetie. Birds are okay, though, right? <laughs> birds, yeah, call yourself birds, because then you're a beetle. Birds are fine. You know what, you can say guys. I don't guys. mind guys. Yeah, yeah guys. I don't mind like guys. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. Mm -mm. No. Guys doesn't mean anything. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, the current story on John Schnatter has completely changed from the one I read earlier this morning on the morning show. Oh. Papa John says founder John Schnatter has resigned as chairman of the board. The company made the announcement late today. Hours after Schnatter apologized for using a racial slur during a conference call in May, he didn't really do that. Yeah, no. That's not totally oh, out of context. Said he absolutely said the N-word. He, he did say the N-word. He did it, but that's not the context. He didn't use it as a racial slur. He said that, like, he said that Colonel Sanders, the actual guy, used that word. 
Yeah. So if that's what if people are so upset about that kind of thing, then they should be boycotting KFC, which actually adds another layer of hypocrisy to this whole thing. Yeah. So how does this get twisted into he said that about? Employees, or I know uh, it's how, crazy. It's all tangled up. It is all yeah. tangled up. It is all tangled. Well, the latest one is that here's the latest one now. The apology <laughs> came after Forbes cited an anonymous. And by the way, you can go to news site by news site, and you'll tell how the story. You can tell their politics by reading the story, whether they're left or right oh, yeah. or centrist. You can just tell by reading the story. Ooh, the story just disappeared from my screen. That's not good. Anyway, the apology came after Forbes cited an anonymous source saying the pizza chain's anonymous source was somebody with Laundry, their ad agency. Yeah. There was somebody from, was it Laundry Service is the name of the ad agency. Or a media buyer, I guess, is what they are. In any case, Forbes said Schnatter used the N-word during a media training exercise when asked how he would distance himself from racist groups. Schnatter reportedly complained that Colonel Sanders never faced a backlash for using the N-word. But he said the word. Yeah. He did say the word. That but was his problem. Initially. What if you're quoting somebody? Initially, that's right. not the way the story was reported. No. It just said Colonel Sanders used to use the big N. Only he said the, whole, the real word. Now it's, well, he complained that Colonel Sanders got away with it. I, that's not what happened. He didn't complain. He just said Colonel Sanders used it. And by the way, Colonel Sanders did use it. That's, that is well, true. Well, Colonel Sanders was much... how old, and he was from the South, yeah. and that was a pretty common word to use all over the South. I think pretty I mean, much that everyone did. doesn't make it did. right, but it just, that's kind of how the culture yeah. was. Colonel Sanders was born in 1890, so. Oh, yes. oh man. So, the Colonel. Yeah. It's like sometimes, you know, people over 85, 90, you just give them a little latitude. Because, you know, <laughs> well, Colonel just... Sanders' story, I can't remember all of it, but it, his background is very interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, he was not a stand-up guy. No. No? No, it's very No. Intriguing. Until... I for think that slave driver. <laughs> Did you? Because <laughs> then he really must have been one, he right? He must have been one. Who knows? I don't know if there's that in there, but I know I that he know. was he was a fighter, right? He, yep. he got into scrubs all the time, oh. and it wasn't until, I think, was it his grandmother's recipe? or he? I don't know exactly how he got to that place. But I have a question. And why Katie knows so much there. about Colonel Sanders? I heard a story on him once. <laughs> My question is, who couldn't beat up Colonel Sanders? <laughs> I mean, th- what do you mean you're getting in fights all the time? Who who couldn't kick his ass? Well, I'm pretty sure it wasn't, like, you know, on his deathbed yeah. when he had his little... Right, you know? right. He wasn't always old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you ever heard him try to cut a commercial? No. Oh, we have some commercials sitting around at KQRS, and it's like, most mo, 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 most people, mo, most people, mo, most people, he would do that over and over and over, and they'd, mm. and they'd finally have to just edit it all out and just... Sounds like he might have had a little drinking going on. Maybe. there's a Well, he's a Kentucky colonel, so you get the Kentucky whiskey to go with it, right? <laughs> and was he an actual colonel? Yeah, was he really a colonel? Because I don't know. Because uh, Colonel Tom Parker was inquiring not. Inquiring ones want to know. He was in the Army. Okay. That doesn't mean um, Doesn't anything. make you a colonel. <laughs> but he was only in there for a year. Not a colonel. Ooh, not a colonel. <laughs> well, the rank of colonel isn't actually that high. Yeah, but after a, a year what? you're not going to get to be colonel. I thought colonel was just under general. Um, yeah, you've got to work your way up to colonel. It's the highest pretty high. Um, field officer. Yeah. It's but there's you know there's other things above it, a lot of things. Brigadier general. Yes, that's one of them. That's in the navy though. Whatever. I mean, yeah, no. After a year, he's not going to be. A, that's that a colonel is like you know what. 
20-year thing. But. Isn't it a fascinating life we're talking about Colonel Sanders? <laughs> delving deeply into Colonel Sanders today. Um, Colonel Tom Parker was not a colonel, and his name wasn't even Tom Parker. <laughs> I just love that. He st- when he got kicked out of the Army, he took his colonel's name. His colonel was Colonel Tom Parker. Well, he just stole his name. And took he, it like a, he was like a circus promoter. Yeah, he was a circus promoter. Back exactly. in the days before social media, you could get away with a lot. Okay, here, yeah, there you we go. Are, 20 to 22 years for colonel. There so, you go. Yeah. yeah. You'll like this. Colonel Tom Parker, before he became Elvis's manager, and by the way, took 50% of the proceeds. So by the time Elvis paid taxes, he got one quarter of what he earned. That's all he got. Oh, so Colonel Tom Parker, before he managed to Elvis, used to have dancing chickens. And people go, oh, man, those chickens are so cool. You know how he made them dance? They'd be walking on a metal sheet, and he'd turn the heat up so they'd have to lift their feet up. Aww. <laughs> Poor burn their feet. Well, so yeah. you know how the, uh, they have to know how to dance. You know how the uh, myth of lemmings following each other off a cliff oh, yeah, happened? yeah, yeah. Wow. Because uh, in the documentary that Disney made, off camera, they had a guy pushing them off a cliff. <laughs> Yep. So, and so they were like, the lemmings will follow each other off a cliff. And, Did they land on a mattress at least, Andy? Uh, I don't know something. if they landed on anything. <laughs> 20 stories Wait, down. Wait, so that's a complete myth? They don't do that? No. no. They do too. They don't. No, they do not. <laughs> really? Disney not fake. Yeah, in White Wilderness, it's called. 1958. Why does it in Wilderness have to be true. white? Uh, <laughs> because oh it's God, 50. Really? Oh, because it's about <laughs> Canada. <laughs> Because it's that about Canada, that's, that's why. Catherine, middle of the night tonight, lemmings is going to be on your search. I wonder if that's That'll true. That, that's how my brain, brain works, sadly. That'll all work out again. <laughs> we will take a break here. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes with the Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. find the weirdest music. This is I yellow. That is, I love yellow. This is a song you can dance to and you don't have to burn your feet to do it. Yeah, good music. Just bob your head back and forth. Uh, this is just one of those happy, just gotta get up and... 
So what is your heritage? Oh, I'm from China. From China. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, and, and you're a good golfer? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you said she golfed. Microaggression. Oh, no. You said she golfed. So does. I said, are you a good golfer? Oh, microaggression. I would like think so. I think I'm better if I'm on my high heel shoes with my hair down. You um, wear high heel shoes. Okay, the reason I, oh, I you brought this up in the first place <laughs> yeah. is Catherine and I were climbing. What's the name of the mountain we were climbing in Canada? Yo. Uh, Tower Mountain? Was it called Tower Mountain? Something like that. Beehive? So, Beehive. No, it wasn't very Beehive. similar. Boston. No, it wasn't. And it doesn't matter what the but name is. But it's High Mountain. Yeah. Like not, Calvary? Not. Yeah, it's Calvary. Calvary? So we were going up the mountain. We're going up and we're making really, really good time. And. I'm all proud of myself, and Catherine's proud of me, and she's proud of her, and everything. We get about three quarters of the way up, and a young Asian woman, I don't know what country she was from, uh, walked past us wearing like four inch heels. It's like, good God. Tom's oh. held it against her ever since. I have held it against her ever since. She just smoked us going up the mountain wearing high heels. It's like, good, it's not fair to have that much athletic ability. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And they, I'm sure she wants a fashion and the fitness yeah. and everything all together. She, wants she it was all. dressed very she well. Wants it all. <laughs> she was. She was dressed really, really well. High heeled tennis shoes? No, no high, high, heeled, high, high heels. High heels. Shoes. I, like see regular a, high I saw a lot of people. Um, oh, you did? Oh, God. Especially back in China. And it's not fair. At, at four inches, you could see probably six inches up on the Great Wall. So, Mm. You're kidding. Okay. Yeah. And people do it's that. It's amazing. Yeah. It, uh, I can't even have a stand around party. in them, much less walk so up steps. Question, <laughs> you, I have a question about yes, China. Tom. Why is it that only the United States, Japan, and China can't stand soccer? <laughs> Those three countries are the only ones who don't like soccer. Everybody else loves it. Well, soccer mm. and football in China... It's just like one word, and people always get confused. They think that soccer is football. Football is soccer. Because mm. <laughs> well. they use the same pronunciation. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. Is it football? Oh, they use no, the same pronunciation. No, not in Chinese. Chinese. Right. Definitely not. Right, in Chinese. Yeah. So it's kind of a hard... No, that was that was just random. I, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could have made but up anything. Don't. You have yeah, the opportunity we would have been going to make with up you. anything. Yep, right. We yep, would have yep. believed Except you. Except Andy's here. I feel yeah. like it wouldn't have gotten by him. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would be looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much true. Are you related to Guan Yu? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what? Guan Yu? Are you related to Guan Yu? From the Romance of the Three Kingdoms era? Uh, Andy knows a lot about China. Yes, Seriously. I don't know yes. a lot about China. Yes. yes. China, she's Japan. thought about it, and she's come up with the answer. Yes, yes that's my answer. I think he, if, if they let him in, Andy would move to Japan, but they're never going to let him in. So that's, no. You know. no. They don't let people in. <laughs> they do not like people moving to Japan. They no. have a good sushi. Oh, that's true. Man. I mean, you can go there, but you can't. Still, though. It's hard to, like, move there. It really is. hard. They're very restricted. Uh, yeah. How about, yeah, China isn't easy to move to either, would it be? Depends on where you go. Yeah, there's so many people there, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't I mean, think do they, they have they any want? extra room yeah, for want? anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't have any room. Get out. No. no. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it all works out in the end. Yeah. That's why I'm here. They don't want me there. I could understand that after the high heel comment about working out in high and playing golf in high heels. It's right. not fair. Uh, no. This is not fair. That's all I have to say. Well, isn't Shanghai like the most populous city in the world or something? 
I think now they are kind of presenting to themselves like that, yes. Mm. Oh, they are. And they have the tallest building, I believe, and most of the lights. Uh, oh, I know they, they have, have a lot of money. Trade policies. Yeah, they have a lot of money because of uh, they're right on the ocean and right. they get a lot of trade business. Right, they mm. do. A lot of events are there. It's getting a really well-known city, that's for sure. It's okay, a beautiful really well. city. It is, that's what I understand. Yeah. Given Hong we Kong a run for the money? Hong Kong is so small. Yeah. And I think they used to be popular to be there for people to go and see. Definitely, Now yeah. people want more variety. And more things yeah. you can do, and Shanghai is a perfect spot for all over for people from the world because they are very convenient to access. A lot yeah. of things going on there. Never sleeps. Makes total sense. I do love the fact that uh, that uh, Ivanka Trump's uh, whatever fashion line or whatever is not. Uh, Exposed to tariffs. It's not her fashion line. It's clothing in general. Oh, it's clothing in general? Yeah. So she doesn't have to pay tariffs on it. Everybody else does, but not her. <laughs> I just love uh, that. I don't understand that, but... We have Joe from Louisville. Joe from Louisville. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Marvelously. Oh, except for the fact that I've just been shut down because I can't golf in high heels. Mm. Well, have you tried? <laughs> to be fair, no. yes, you haven't tried. No, I have not tried. Uh, I can't find any size 12 men's high heels. Oh, I, I bet you can find them online. We can help you with that, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What would a size 12 men's be in women's? Well, an 8.5 is a 10, so you do the Oh, math. so it's only 1.5 sizes. Probably like a 14.5. 14.5. Yeah. I'm guessing that's a pretty big... You'd have to go... I don't think that there are half sizes when you get up there, so I think oh, you'd be yeah. at a 14 yeah. or a 15. Mm. We'll get you a 15. It's more comfortable. And yeah. how about... you got to get wide, too. I have very wide feet. Mm. So Good. i got to get a four, 15 wide. I would pay to see, I would pay to see this. <laughs> Tom, yeah. let's do I would, it. I would pay to see the shoemaker who's making this shoe oh, I go, can, what the... Yeah. <laughs> I can find the shoes. Probably I would pay, I think that should be like a... Let's put this out there for charity. See how oh, much thanks, money we Katie. can raise to We're get gonna... you in a pair of high-heeled shoes. Swing in a club. Swing in a golf club. Oh, no. How about you get three drives... And you have to donate like five hundred dollars minus your longest drive. How about you spend less of my <laughs> dough? How about that? Honest I wasn't going there with it. You I can... was not spending your dough. I was. I was thinking, how do we get people to? You pick the charity, and then people have to donate to that charity in order to. You've got to get a certain level, and then you'll do it. Well, I do oh. it, but I'm busy that day. I don't know what day it's going to be, but I'm busy that day. So, Joe, what do you got cooking in Louisville? Uh, well, I'm just wondering why you want to golf in high heels. <laughs> oh, see, it's it's mm. their fault. It's their fault. I missed something. Tom's interests are <clears throat> no, widening just, as he gets older. We have a guest in studio who uh, was, were you playing golf or just at the driving range was, in high heels? I was on the driveway. I would just try my clubs out. Drive she was way on up. the drive. But I was thinking about the two high heel shoes and golfing someday. You're going to do it. You're going to actually do it. <laughs> I'm going to try it. All right. Why not, Catherine? Yeah. Why well, not? I wonder if it might. You know, they say you should stay on your toes when you're golfing, right? You there should you be go. a little I forward. Don't. I can't. Better. The high so I'm wondering if it keeps you in an alignment. I don't know. Maybe. See, I have to be Maybe on my heels. That'll be the next big thing. You know, I have to be on yeah, my heels. Yeah, we could drive longer and better. <laughs> yeah. Straighter. Why do you have to be on your heels? Because I have a 30-inch inseam and 37-inch arms. 
Oh, it's true. He's got to make I am room built for like those an arms. arms. I am built like an ape. So if I stood on my toes, I, the, it would miss the ball by about that much. I couldn't even come close to the ball. Joe, do you do you golf? I, I've never asked you this before. Do you golf? No, I don't. I I've uh, I kind of had an interest in it. Um, mm-hmm. I never golfed. Never. I tried once, like in eighth grade, and being as tall as I am, I am. I can't hit the ball. Yeah, you're a pretty big. You're gonna have to get special clubs. Uh, if you used regular clubs, they're nowhere near long enough for you. Tiger Woods is tall. What's Not as excuse? tall as Joe. <laughs> how tall is he? Joe, you're what six four? Oh. Okay. Six three. Yeah, six three. Oh. You don't see a lot of golfers over like six two. No, you really so. don't. Some, but not many. Yeah. The little, the, the, the smaller golfers usually, you know, the Dustin Johnson and Tiger Woods would be exceptions, but the little guys like Justin Thomas and Justin, you know, those guys are, they're not very big at all. No, the tallest player to ever win a major was only six five. So six five. Oh, Ooh, six, five. That's pretty tall. Oh, but I mean, like tall. the ever yeah. win a major in history. I mean. Who was that? Uh, George Archer. Oh, George Archer. Yeah, that makes sense. The well-known. No, he George was. Archer. No, he was very popular at the time. That was a little before you were born, though, honey. So. Oh, okay. 19, well, 1969. What was it, 69? That's, yeah. I thought it was 59. No. 69. Sadly, I was born then. You were born, yes. You were born in 69. <laughs> yes, you were. So it all works out. So, Joe, you can take this home with you. I'm not going to golf in high heels. How about stilts? That might, that might stilts. do it for your arms and your legs. Stilts or platform shoes. Maybe I should get Herman platform. Munster shoes. Yes. If I got there Herman Munster go. shoes, I could use my, my arms properly. You know what? I'm, I'm adjusting the giveaway. or the. the do you know yep. that I can actually scratch my knee without bending over? How sad is that? <laughs> I mean, think of, yeah, Joe, laugh it up, pal. So I'm trying to figure it out. How do you do that? I don't, because my arms are, are seven inches longer than my legs. His mother leg. used to use the rack for punishment. Yeah, the rack, she stretched me out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very, very ape-like. I'm built like an ape. There's no doubt about it. Well, you're really handy. Yeah, yeah, I'm very handy. That's what it yeah. is. Something like that. But I, you know, it, it's, 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 it affects many things, I will tell you that. I don't think I'd be a very good skier either. Because the poles would be like up here because of my arms. You can get those custom be... made. Well, custom made. <laughs> the visuals on this is just I know. the best. Hey, I'm skiing. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be really great. That'd be wonderful. So, Joe, what do you got planned for today? Uh, nothing much. Just chilling. Just chilling. Um, go out to work until uh, the 23rd. Oh, you work? go back to work on the 23rd, a week from Monday, right? Yep. Week from yep. Yeah, week from Monday. Well, that's good. You're gonna. How long have you been off now? Like a month. Six weeks. Six weeks. Are you Canadian? Yep. Are you Canadian? <laughs> Don't they get a month off every year? Mm, yeah. Oh no, we we uh, had to shut our plant shut down for six weeks so they could do some retooling because uh, the 2020 escape is going to be, uh, I believe, a hybrid. Oh. Let's see. Uh, for for and, new uh, listeners, Joe from Louisville works at the Ford plant in Louisville. He used to work at the Ford plant in St. Paul, but they shut it down, so he moved to Louisville. When were you there, Joe, at the Ford plant in St. Paul? Uh, from April of 2011 till they closed the doors in December. Okay. Oh, Cassie, you were telling us a story mm-hmm. that there's a car in the caves. The oh, Ford yeah, plant. there was that rumor where Ford, every year when they they would take one of their vehicles and put it down in the cave since, I don't know, probably since they opened. 
What what year did true? the Ford plant open? I don't like remember. Nineteen was it nineteen oh five something like that, Joe? Yeah, there was nineteen oh three. Nineteen oh three. Yeah, there, there were go. some like Model Ts down there. I don't know if it's true. The only thing I do know is true is they used to use the sand down there to make the windshields for the Model Ts oh, yeah, and everything yeah. else. Is that like silica? Right? Yeah. 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 Yep. That'll do it. That'll you know work. Which cave this is? Oh, is it Cobb's Cave? I think. That's what you're talking about. You're there's talking about so the St. Paul caves? There are so names? many caves down along, there. All the ones well, along, yeah. is it Plato? Or not Plato, Wabasha. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the Ford plant, it was built on top of a bunch of caves. Yeah. And the the, the soil down there is very toxic from, uh, I think, from Ford and probably Ooh, some, yeah, you know, Joe. natural toxic. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Go, um, but, the Ford Motors Mining Tunnels. Um, yep. Beneath the assembly plant in St. Paul, mined for silica, aka glass. Glass. So they were, yeah, they mined the tunnels just for the sand. So, Joe, did you hear the rumors about them putting vehicles down there? No, but I do know that they used to take, take they used to bring the vehicles down there to load them on on the barges. Yep. To ship them out. Hmm. This was before. Uh, the highways became the highways. Mm-hmm. I do have a wonderful story about cars. Boynton Beach is about, what, 15, 20 miles south of Palm Beach? Yes. Okay. Well, a guy who lives in Palm Beach heard, and this is true. This is all true because we've seen it. And we, we, we all looked at it. Many years ago, there was a Mercedes-Benz on the docks down in Boynton Beach. And the Mercedes-Benz rolled off the end of the dock and went into the ocean right so the authorities decided well we're not going to get it out we'll just let it you know because it'll rust away and turn to nothing soon so they were just going to leave the mercedes down there well the guy in palm beach said well if they got a mercedes down there he bought a rolls royce and took it out and sunk it in the ocean off of palm beach that's a true story that's mm. a true story. He wow. bought he bought a Rolls Royce and put it in the ocean. Hey, if they can have a Mercedes, we're going to have a Rolls Royce. Oh, that's a guy with too much time <laughs> and money on his hands. There's no doubt about it. Wow. we got to take a break here. Joe, thank you very much. Have a great day, sir. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Um, Bernard. Chloe, we will get to you in about two minutes. I like that. Wonderful. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well... I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August first. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is. Why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers 
just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now, 651-748-4477, or visit them online at drivewithpriority.com. Priority Courier Experts, every time you call us, we deliver. I was snapping my fingers in front of Fawn the other day. Yeah. And she kept on waving her hands and going... <laughs> Not how it works. Not close enough. Well, remember how, how, how Fred? Fl- remember okay. how Fred Flintstone oh, used to snap? He, yeah. he snapped That's basically fingers like what this. she was doing, and then she was going. <laughs> like really, you're snapping your fingers there, Fred Flintstone? Are you? We spent quite a bit of time with Fawn uh, over the last week because we were helping out Alex while her husband was out of town. And my favorite one was, she went up to Tom. She goes, "Papa, Fawn, fart." Laugh like a hyena. Uh, She was just, uh, she was like belly laughing because she thought she was so funny. She must have done it ten times. You know the little Parmesan crisps that they make at Whole Foods has them and Byerly's has them. Delicious. So I brought some over to the house and she was eating them, and she went to grab more. And I said, "You shouldn't eat more. It's, it's, you know, it's not good to eat more than you've already had." And she looks up at me and goes, "Bop, bop." Go home. Okay. I don't know what possessed you to buy as much food as you did, but those chocolate shortbread cookies. Oh, God. She must have had eight of those. Oh. And Alex is like, how many has she had? I'm like, I don't know. You never mind. I'm a <laughs> grandma. I get to do what I want. Three? I don't know. Some. She's no. like, they're good. <laughs> I mean, that is the problem. If you're a father and a grandfather... When you go to the store, you buy everything in sight just to make sure everybody's covered. Well, it's weird. Don't it go to the isn't. store anymore. <laughs> I won't go there. Yeah, we do. Have, we're kind of stacked up over the airport yeah, on we've food got at the way house. Too much now. food. Because why didn't she keep any of it? Because she didn't need eighteen different kinds of crackers. She okay. already probably had her own crackers. Never mind then. I guess it's all it's all clear to me now. I'm hey, I'm not as bad as Fitz. Like, Why so many crackers? I'm not as bad as Fitz. When he goes by his groceries, it's like 12 bags. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure we get what they wanted. You both definitely have some problem there. Did you know, speaking of OCD. Did you know uh, that we have a guest? <laughs> Did you know that we have, have a guest on home? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I Jeez. forgot. Yeah, that's sorry. Right. Don't worry sorry, about sorry, her sorry. feelings. I'm on a tangent. Sorry. Now, I will tell you this. It's really, really unusual. Chloe, for my wife to go on a tangent. I want you to know that. It's true. <laughs> really unusual. Stand Beautiful, a story of brokenness, beauty, and embracing it all. It's a young adult book and also a children's picture book, which is nice. When Chloe was born with a... And you, did they call it a club foot then? They do, yeah. Oh, they still do? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Catherine. <laughs> that was my wife again, Chloe. Sorry. She does nothing but stir trouble. <laughs> When Chloe was born oh, with a club man. foot, doctor said, <laughs> said she could, uh, would not walk or have a normal life. By the time she was 14 years old, she endured five major operations, Ooh. castings, braces, and years of difficult physical therapy to correct her physical limitation. In her young life, she endured being bullied and ridiculed by classmates rather than transferred to another school. Chloe stayed and great emotionally 
Uh, she grew emotionally stronger and made new friends. She encouraged, oh, yeah. So you encountered and overcame many. Uh, you had insecurity and depression over it. Well, I suppose any kid who gets picked on is going to suffer some insecurity and depression, don't you think, Chloe? I do, yeah. Associated with those who have physical differences, she had the amazing opportunity. Wait a minute. You got to meet Bono? How'd that work out? <laughs> I did. My dad happened to win a contest after my assault, and he and I were flown out to Denver and got to meet Bono. So I worked up the courage to tell Bono about my club foot, about my assault, and how one of his songs really meant a lot to me. And he spoke words of truth into my life that completely changed the course of my life. And I talk about that at length in my book, but essentially he told me that what happened to me is an injustice and that every time I speak out, against injustice i speak out for those who cannot speak for themselves and so ultimately that inspired me to at age 16 a year later give a ted talk no chloe was there one particular was i you know we talked about kids would pick on you and all the rest of it but you said your assault tell us more about that if you would yeah at age 14 um on my private high school campus i was assaulted because of my club foot I was restrained. A perpetrator came up from behind me and wrapped their arms around my side, holding my arms to my side and lifted me up so the other perpetrator could, without my consent, forcefully remove my sock and shoe and expose my deformed foot to a group of their peers who proceeded to lean in and take a closer look. Oh, that's just wonderful. So that, uh, then this, was it between the operations? You said when you were 14 years old, you endured five major operations. Was this kind of in, in the middle of all that? Uh, I was assaulted in November and I had another, uh, surgery in April. So yes, it was between surgeries did you chloe ever try to sit and figure out why people would get great joy out of doing that to another human being that is a question i have asked myself before but the um conclusion that i have come up with um is that everyone is broken and um my mom has always said that hurt people hurt people and so i guess i will never know what was going through those perpetrators minds when they decided to do that but I have a pretty big hunch that there was something going on inside, maybe some insecurity that played into that. Oh, so, I think you're absolutely right. Know. Chloe, I think you're absolutely right about that. As hurt people or damaged people, yeah, it's, it's, you're absolutely right. They had to make themselves feel better somehow. By And I think we're going through a lot of that right now anyway, Chloe, without physical assault. People want to feel better about themselves. So if you don't agree with me, I hate you. I mean, what is that? We're doing that now. Exactly. And, you know, part of the Stand Beautiful message is that the truth in the statement is that only you have the power to determine what your labels are, Mm -hmm. that you are not stuck as a victim and you are not stuck as a bully, that we as humans have the power to be resilient and we can let our label not be the ones that society tries and throws at us, but our label can be beautiful, um, imperfectly perfect and worth it. Now, Chloe, do you have wonderful parents? I, I do have wonderful parents. I knew it. Yeah. You know how I knew that? <laughs> because you embraced the bullies. Only good parenting could make you think that way. Yeah. That's I mean, true. growing up, my parents really reminded me that my foot was beautiful and that I was created the way I was for a reason. And that was incredibly important following the assault, remembering that there was reason behind everything and that 
there was a plan for my life. So even when I started showing signs of PTSD Mm. and the California district attorney decided to prosecute the case and everything got really hard and confusing, I was reminded of the good in life and that ultimately good would triumph. It is a wonderful thing. By the way, Chloe, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't have beautiful feet. My wife is here to tell you, they look kind (laughs) of like Northern Pike fish. They got a big hump on top of them. I don't know what the hell that's all about. You wear shoes to bed, so I don't know what they look like. See, I told you, Chloe. See, I I just think that's what the world should be all about. Good parenting. Uh, Really, you went after me and you you tried to ridicule me and make me feel bad about myself. But instead, I embrace you. I embrace you because you need my help more than I need your help. I think, and it's not to feel better than them. You just kind of accepted them on, on an even keel level, which I think is very, very mature. And you were only 14 years old when that happened. That's very mature. I am, yeah. Yes, thank you. Well, how, t- how, t- how old are you now? Uh, I'm 18, just graduated high school. Honest to God, you're way too mature, Chloe. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're really mature. Oh, man. That is terrific. It she is. had the amazing opportunity to meet Bono of U2 and his words changed her life. Both Bono's Red Organization and Cure.org have supported her stand, beautiful movement, and efforts. She also became one of the youngest speakers for TEDx TED Talks. I want to hear about that, too. That's one of the youngest speakers ever. Yeah, that was a crazy experience. I am an introvert. I am shy, and I did not grow up doing theater or anything. And so when I um, was accepted at age 16 to give a TED Talk, I had not ever spoken in front of a large audience, and I was terrified. Um, But I was also so honored because not only was I accepted among a group of 20 other professional adult speakers as the only youth speaker i was also chosen to be the keynote speaker of the event so it was a huge honor and of course i was so very scared did you understand when your parents were talking to you about your club foot that they they said you shouldn't be you certainly shouldn't be ridiculed for it but you shouldn't be treated in any special way either that's very even keel thinking it's it's really great thinking uh, in my book, anyway. Yeah, I I grew up believing that I had a superpower, that I was different <laughs> in a way that my friends weren't. And so when I showed up to school in a cast or in a wheelchair, I felt seen um, and I felt special. And my parents also have never believed in the idea of normal, which is yeah. an idea that I have, of course, adopted because we all have separate realities. A different normal. So this idea of normal that we as humans all try to fit into the very constricting mold of, it doesn't exist because we all have separate things going on. Okay, Chloe, you're now out of high school, so you got a boyfriend or uh, what's going on there? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. You what's, can, you what's, can lie next? Yeah, what's next? What's like next? College? That. Yeah, I'm attending college in the fall, which I'm excited about, but of course, my number one priority is still standing beautiful, promoting my movement and the message of self-acceptance and love and anti-bullying and hope with everyone who will listen. I will also keep promoting my books, my memoir, and my children's picture book, which you can find on my website, standbeautiful.me. Yeah, I'm just really excited. You know, Chloe, by the time I was 18, I got a bus pass. So I think you kind of look beyond where I was when I was 18 years old. You're very, very mature. It's, it's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Um, 
I mean, I don't have a bus pass, so. Maybe that's <laughs> Do you? I have, uh, and I'm very serious about this. I have never known anyone or seen anyone with a club foot. What actually is a club foot? Yeah, so club feet are actually pretty common. Every one in a thousand children have it. Um, And unfortunately, mine was incredibly severe. So while usual club feet are either unilateral, which is one, or bilateral, which are two, and they're nearly turned in and can be corrected nowadays around the world with a Ponsetti treatment, Mm. which is just um, like a simple tenotomy, which is the snipping of uh, the Achilles tendon and then um, casting in braces. Uh, My club foot when I was born was upside down and backwards. And I also only have three toenails, which is random and no one really knows why, but um, I could not have the Ponsetti treatment. And so I had to have many painful surgeries in order to fix it. I wish I only had three toenails. I wouldn't have to cut them. That'd be good. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it is pretty easy. It's not like we need toenails <laughs> to climb trees or anything. So I'm I don't think of myself as more evolved. But. You're just more evolved than the rest of us. I am very, very impressed <laughs> exactly. with you. I'm impressed with your parents. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do. I have a younger brother. He's 15 and is the light of my life. He's hilarious. My you're favorite so, person. Oh, so you're supposed to say he's really annoying. He's 15. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I like a good 15-year-old. He's fun. <laughs> you're, you're quite the person. You're very, very mature. You're obviously very intelligent. I love her poise. I know. Her poise is unbelievable. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. Can you tell us where you're going to college? I would prefer not to say the name, no, but it good. is a that's very fine. small school in um, Santa Barbara, California. Oh, I know where you're going. It's very cool. There is no more beautiful campus on earth than that campus. I know exactly where you're going. It's very pretty. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, Another. So you you get all of this cooking. You're right. You're farther evolved than we are. That's the whole deal. That's. I just figured that out. You know, Chloe, you have a great life ahead of you, and it's because you're strong, and your parents are strong, and your brother's strong. You do have a wonderful, wonderful life ahead of you because you've handled everything so well. You're smart. you got a great personality, the whole deal. And I feel like a lesser person compared to you. Thanks for that, Chloe. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so not the takeaway. No. That's so not the takeaway. That was phenomenal, Chloe. Chloe, that was great. That's so not the takeaway. No, you, you are great. <laughs> I think great. it's wonderful. So, ladies and gentlemen, Stand Beautiful, a story of brokenness, beauty, and embracing it all. Chloe Howard, and the book is available everywhere? Yes, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, my website, standbeautiful.me, and anywhere books are sold. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook at iStandBeautiful. You can use hashtag iStandBeautiful to share your own story, how you are standing beautiful in your own life. Once you get into school, you'll have to call back and tell us how college is going. Okay, perfect. Good. She's going to be teaching the classes. Yeah, she'll be yeah. teaching the classes. The professor, the dean. Professor just said yeah, we'll see about that. Chloe Howard, thanks so much for your time. Terrific talking to you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Chloe Howard, Stand Beautiful, a story of brokenness, beauty, and embracing it all. Good God, what a human being. Yeah, I love her. Amazing. An amazing person. We'll be back. Hour two, Tom Bernard Show.